seventh inning, a 2-2 game. And Brett Coker leads off for the Blue Raiders and takes a strike. Brett a single in the fifth, one for two. Takes strike two. His first off-speed pitch I have picked up from the right-hander Walker Brockhouse, who came on in the fifth inning, works here in the seventh. Ball hit off of his foot to the shortstop, barehanded and out at first. Holy cow, how did he make that play? It was like a soccer kick from the pitcher to the shortstop, Brooks, who came in and barehanded the ball and looked just like uh, Scott Rowland, actually, you know, and barehanded, you know, the, the third baseman type play and fired to first. Coach Toman's going to come out and argue, but from here, it looked like he was out. It was a very close play, but man, that's a heck of a play. One, six, three. You can circle that one. So one out as a result. Bryson Thomas will be the hitter. I thought there was going to be a runner at first. That's as good a play on a ball like that as I've ever seen a shortstop make. You know, shortstops don't usually have that barehanded throw that they have to make just because they're so far from first. And it's too long of a throw to get anything on it. So here's Bryson Thomas. Fastball to Bryson. Bryson had a base hit his last time up, one for two. 2-2 in the top of the seventh inning. Pitch a little bit inside. Ball two to Thomas. The Raiders scored a run in the fifth. Lopez getting the RBI, and then Jake Hagenow a homer to tie it in the sixth. Strike on a 2-0. Two one delivery, Thomas a big cut, didn't get it, then strike two. Bryson, as you know, can make some contact and send the baseball a very long way. And takes a called strike three. For Brockhouse, that's his second strikeout. Six in the game for Memphis pitching. And with two outs and the base is empty, here's Chewy Sanders. Chewy 0 for 2, a couple of strikeouts. Takes a pitch down and away. Well, they're at half now. The Lady Raiders just uh, heading into the locker room at halftime against Tennessee, tied 39-39. That's, uh, that's a very exciting first half of basketball. So halfway through, Sanders 2-0, and oh, and the pitch to Chewy, swing and a miss. He had a good cut, missed that fastball, however, and so two balls and a strike. Shows bunt and takes a pitch in the dirt, skips on back through, ball three and strike one. I don't know, Chewy, with the way you hit that ball off the fence foul back in the 
first time you batted. I'd, I'd like to see you hacking up there again, kid. Three and one. And he checked his swing on ball four as it's low and inside. It's only the second walk of the game. Both of them have come from Memphis pitchers. And Sanders at first base with two outs on the walk. And here's Fausto Lopez. Infield hit to get an RBI in the fifth inning. Hit by a pitch earlier in the game. Ground out in between and was actually robbed of a base hit on a really good play by Brooks, the shortstop, who has had a game in the field thus far. He's made a play on Lopez, made a really good play on Mabry, and then made an unbelievable play on Coker. Ball one is inside to Fausto. Fausto had a home run yesterday. It was his home run that started that five-run third. That's been the only inning of this entire series to this point where the pitching just didn't work. Five runs on five hits for the Blue Raiders. And they whacked the ball around really well. Breaking ball, ball two and no strikes. Fausto looks at Blake Hunt. Sanders, the base runner at first with two outs. A throw to first and the runner back easily. That was just a turn and a toss. Of course, the purpose of those just to try to cut down that lead a little bit. Two and zero oh with Lopez. Strike called on a fastball. Two and one. Fausto on the year two home runs, 11 runs batted in. He leads the team in runs batted in with 11. Could tell last year, in fact, he was last year, continues to be this year, just a very good and an exciting player, both in the field and at the plate. 2-1 pitch to him. Ball bounced over third. That's a base hit down the line and left. Chewy Sanders will go to third. Lopez a big turn as the throw comes into second. So Fausto will settle for a single. And it keeps the seventh inning going. Sanders, who walked, is now at third with two outs. And so J.T. Mabry with an opportunity here. JT a sacrifice bunt. As we mentioned, out on a really good play by the shortstop in the fourth inning. Last time up, lined hard to right field. So the Blue Raiders looking for a two-out hit to pull out in front. Right now, a 2-2 game in this seventh inning. Two outs and nobody on. And think about the play by Brooks on the Coker ball as... That is a race to base runner on the sensational play. JT a swing and a foul. 
Has two home runs, got one Tuesday night in Austin P. First and third, two outs in the seventh, a 2-2 game for the Blue Raiders. Strike one with Mabry. Lopez goes, the pitch is a ball high, a fake throw, but no throw to second base, and Fausto gets his second stolen base of the game, so he now has 13 on the season. One and one with JT. Two out hit, could get a couple. Pitch in the dirt, nicely blocked. Oh, they say he went. Nicely blocked by the catcher. And a one ball, two strike count. Brockhouse looking in and now steps off the pitching rubber and starts it all over again. He's ready with his pitch to Mabry. Ball and two strikes. And time is called at the plate. Both of the Memphis pitchers in different ways have been a little slow working occasionally. Not, not completely, but in the starter, Kelly, constantly throwing to first base and, as I said, made more looks to second than we've seen by all pitchers combined prior to this game. Brockhouse delivers, strike three call. Blue Raiders threatened with two outs, doesn't develop, no runs, a hit, no errors, and two left on base. And so it's seventh inning stretch time at FedEx Park in Memphis, and it's all even, the Blue Raiders two and Memphis two. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Sixty-eight teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. Well, we're in the bottom of the seventh inning, a 2-2 game. And Trent Siebert out for the Blue Raiders, getting set to face Memphis here with Ian Bibiloni, Austin Baskin, and Max Hildreth to come to the plate. Memphis scored twice in the second inning, an Alec Trella double followed by a Taylor Howell home run. 
the Blue Raiders used four singles to get a run in the fifth inning. And then Jake Hagenow, a game-tying homer in the sixth. And it's 2-2 to the bottom of the seventh. The Blue Raiders have seven base hits. Memphis with six. Ibiloni is twice grounded to Mabry at second base. And he takes the ball. Outfield playing this right-hand hitter slightly to pull. Not normal. Well, they are normal depth everywhere. Curveball for a strike one and one. One-one pitch. A nice one on the outside corner. Good breaking ball. Trent Siebert on for his seventh inning. Ball hit high in the air to left. A step in as Bryce Simler comes one more. Well, he's straight in line with that one. A fly ball to left. Simler handles it and one out in the bottom of the seventh. Austin Baskin steps in. He is the Memphis second baseman. One for two. Got a single back in the second inning. Two-two baseball game in the seventh. Blue Raiders would like to, to get this one. Here's a bouncer up the middle into center field for a base hit. That was it was a single, but it really was the seeing eye single in terms of it bounced way over Siebert's head, so he couldn't get to it, and then it skipped right up the middle over the bag at second just out of the range of the infield on a play like that you rarely see them caught unless there's a, a shift of significance so the hits are even at seven apiece and the batter is Max Hildreth and we've got a pinch runner at first for Memphis as they put in Braden Webb at to pinch run. Imagine we would, well, we will see him play second base in the eighth. He's their second baseman also, or actually their regular second baseman. A ball on the first pitch to Hildreth. Hildreth is struck out, last time up, lined to Cole Escher in right field. So 0 for 2. Runner at first. Webb the pinch runner. And a strike call. Hildreth bats from the right side and hits with a runner at first and one out in the bottom of the seventh inning. Sieber delivers to him high and outside. 
And that makes it two and one. A 2-2 game in the seventh inning. Final of this four-game series. Blue Raiders get it. They'll gain a split. Memphis wins it. It'll go 3-1 to one to them. Swing and a foul back out of play. Adam Link is warming up in the bullpen. They can't quite see the other Blue Raider pitcher warming up at the moment. It's right in line with uh, a light tower. Pitch in the dirt, blocked by Hagen out. Three and two. Leadoff batter has been retired in a fly ball. The next hitter, Baskin, a base hit and a pinch runner web for him in the bottom of the seventh inning. Full count. Bouncing ball to third. Coker has it. He goes to Mabry for one, to Thomas for two, and that's a double play. Very well done on that one on all aspects. It goes 5-4-3. Blue Raiders with a big double play, and that takes care of Memphis in the bottom of the seventh inning. So no runs a hit, but nobody left. We've played seven. What will the eighth bring? Right now it's 2-2, the Blue Raiders and the Memphis Tigers. And this is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he spilt nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All right, we've got uh, quite a ball game through seven innings this afternoon in Memphis. Tied at 2-2. Two runs, seven hits for both teams. And we have, with that score, as you would guess, uh, some really good pitching. Here's Cole Escher. He is one for three. Takes a strike as he starts things for the Blue Raiders here in the top of the eighth. Cole Escher, Jake Hagenow, and D.J. Wright against Walker Brockhouse. Swing and a miss. Brockhouse has allowed a run on the homer to Hagenow, run on two hits overall, a walk, and three strikeouts. Ball low and one and two to Cole. Cole was a strikeout victim for Brockhouse starting the sixth inning. 
Adam Link continues to warm up in the Blue Raider bullpen. I'm imagining we'll see him in the bottom of this inning. Ball two is outside, two and two. Trent Siebert with a very fine seven innings of work for the Blue Raiders here this afternoon. 2-2 pitch, swing and a foul back. He had a good cut just under by a tiny bit. Outfield straight away for Cole deep in left field. 2-2 pitch, fouled away. Goes to the right side. Cole looking for that first home run in the year. And he waits for a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a foul tip at the plate. Foul the, off the face mask of the catcher and knocked off the face mask from the catcher, Goodman. So another 2-2 pitch, up high, ball three, and strike two. Swing and a foul back again. So he's fouled off some two-strike pitches, and in the process, the count has gone from one and two to three and two. Lead-off hitter up for the Blue Raiders in the top of the eighth. 3-2, swing and a foul once more right back this way. And a left-hander warming up, and a right-hander also playing some catch in the Memphis bullpen. That looks like the... Here's a foul again. The... The, uh, the right-hander is just playing catch right now, and the left-hander is actually warming up. 3-2 pitch, and ball four is outside. A leadoff walk starts the top of the eighth for the Blue Raiders and brings up Jake Hagenow. I've got a... We have a crowd mic that uh, Chip Walters has... Uh, it's got kind of a furry-looking thing on the outside of it. It looks like you might have just, I don't know, it looks like a piece of a, a possum that might have lost its argument with the car. It's, a gentleman saw it outside the, the broadcast booth and came over and gave it the funniest look. Oh, okay. I don't blame him. I would have done this exactly the same thing if I were him. Here's Jake Hagenow. Jake takes a strike. Jake popped his third home run of the year off the FedEx Park sign out in left center field. Very deep left center field. His last time up, and that's why we are tied. Runner at first, one strike count. Nobody out, and the ball is high and outside. Cole Escher literally worked his way on with the walk, fouling off four two-strike pitches. He's at first with nobody out. 
And Jake Hagenow's the batter, a ball and a strike. One-one pitch. Jake takes it up and in. Ball two and strike one. Memphis got two in the second. The Blue Raiders single runs in the fifth and sixth. And here we are, 2-2 in the top of the eighth. Now throw to first base. Cole has not stolen a base this year. He's only attempted one. But in a game like this, you want to make sure you cut down the lead as best as you can. 2-1 pitch. Hagenow foul out of play. 2-2. Two and two. Blue Raiders heading into Conference USA play starting next weekend at UAB. Finishing up here with Memphis before that starts. 2-2. Up high, ball three, and strike two. See what the Blue Raiders do. No outs and a full count. You've got a pitcher who gets strikeouts, so not sure about what the base running situation will be. Runner holds and good fine move. Pitch was high and inside, so a couple of walks start this eighth inning for the Blue Raiders and both of the hitters uh, doing a good job of fouling off some two-strike pitches. And time is called. Darren Schoenrock, the head coach for Memphis, is going to the mound. He's got action in the bullpen. And is going to make the call to go to the bullpen. So a left-hander is going to be coming in for Memphis. As Brockhouse, who came into the game back in the fifth, will be taken out here in the top of the eighth inning after going two and two-thirds plus two batters in this inning. Gives up a run on two hits, walked two, and was responsible for those two base runners here in this inning. So Brockhouse out. New pitcher in for Memphis, and we'll be back to tell you about the new pitcher after we take this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line... Drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. Well, the new pitcher is a right-hander, Dakota Metoxen. He is a senior from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, making his sixth appearance. He's a relief pitcher. He's got a, no record but two saves in his previous five times in for Memphis. And we've seen him in each of the last two seasons extensively coming in out of the bullpen for this Memphis Tigers team. And uh, the general bottom line is this guy can be very, very tough. And so we'll see what happens here. D.J. Wright will bat. Blake Hunt wants a quick conference with Wright. As the at-bat was getting set to start. So the inning started when Cole Escher worked his way on with a walk, fouling off four two-strike pitches. Jake Hagenow fouled off a couple, and he got a walk. And so they are at first and second with nobody out, and time is called. Wright shows bunt, and then saw something he didn't like and asked for time at the plate while he was around to bunt. Memphis with the third baseman Trella and the first baseman Howell in on the grass. Escher at second, Hagenau at first. No outs here in the top of the eighth inning. And the pitch to right. He shows no indications of bunting that time and takes a fastball that's high for a ball. Brockhouse two and two-thirds innings, a run Two hits, three walks, three strikeouts. 2-2 two, two baseball game in the top of the eighth. Metoxen's 1-0 pitch, strike called, fastball, and evens the count at 1-1. One one. Blue Raiders with right at the plate, by similar on deck. Escher and Hagenau on the bases and no outs. A ball and a strike to DJ, a turn and look to second base. So Metoxen, the right-hander, he is set. One and one, a smash to second. Bobbled by the second baseman, Webb, and everybody is safe. 
He took his eye off the ball just a fraction of a second too early as he was getting in the set position and setting his shoulders to turn to throw to second to start a double play. And so that is an error. And now the bases are loaded for Bryce Simler. So without benefit of a base hit, two walks and an error, the Blue Raiders have the bases loaded with no outs. Similar is the batter. Bryce a base hit and three at bats. Swing and a foul at the plate. Bryce singled leading off the fifth and scored in the fifth. Blue Raiders had three straight hits to start that inning. Bases loaded, no outs. Got another hit on an infield hit, but had to settle for just one run then due to actually a, an odd wild pitch that came back and got a runner at the plate. Similar lines, a base hit to center field. Coming in to score is Escher. Following him is Jake Hagenau, and it's 4-2 to two Blue Raiders. Bryce jumped all over that pitch and has a two-run single as the Blue Raiders have taken the lead here on the play. Right goes to second base. The runs are charged to Brockhouse who left, but at the moment only one of those is earned. Is on the ground out on which or ground ball on which their error was made. Their force play would have gotten Hagenau, and that's where they were going. So he has scored. And actually that would close the book out. Because a man who is safe on an error has scored. Here is Brett Coker. Pickoff play at second base. Nice job of getting back in by D.J. Wright. And the reason it was a nice job is because the shortstop started running to third and the intent was to get D.J.'s concentration off of the second baseman Webb slipping in behind. Uh, D.J., he's, he's played a little baseball. He's seen that one before and he got back to second base. Pitch to Coker, swing and a miss. Brett was the victim of that weird wild pitch. It was behind J.T. Mabry, but it hit the brick base of the wall behind home plate and bounced right back to the catcher, and Coker was caught in a rundown. Ordinarily, you hope those base, well, usually they don't hit and go very far, or they scoot off to one side or the other. So two on, two in, no outs. A pitch is high, ball one, and strike one. But that was back in the fifth. This is the eighth. And the Blue Raiders have plated two and have the four to two lead. Right and similar are the batters. One, one pitch to Coker. Curveball, strike on the outside corner, one and two. And Brett's last time up, he Hit a ball off the foot of the pitcher that caromed to the shortstop, Brooks, who fielded it with the bare hand and fired to first to nip him at first base and a really great play by Brooks. 
One and two to him here, swing and a foul straight back. So the count holding at one and two, a walk to Escher, a walk to Hagenau. DJ Wright reaching on an error and a two-run single by Bryce Simler. Brett Coker, the batter, stands in. Dakota Matoxin working for Memphis. Pitch in the dirt, gets away, but not too far. Right at second base, read that one well and stayed put. And the count evens at two and two. A 2-2 pitch, fouled away. So still two balls and two strikes. On deck is Bryson Thomas. <laughs> Sounds like everybody's congregated underneath our crowd, Mike. <laughs> Coker waiting for a 2-2 pitch. Brett stands in there. And the pitch swing and a foul back again. Blue Raiders have untied this game here in the top of the eighth inning. Brett Coker's fouled off a couple of 2-2 pitches. Here's the pitch to the third baseman, and, and now he's fouled off three. Well, you had Escher fouled off four two-strike pitches. Hagenau fouled off two before they reached on walks. D.J. Wright hit his ground ball to second before he got to a two-strike count. Bryce Simler, same thing on his single. In fact, he'd only seen one pitch prior to that. But Brett Coker has now fouled off three two-strike pitches. Gets another one. Swing and a miss. High fastball. And Metoxin picks up a strikeout, and that is the first out in the top of the eighth inning. So with one out, the batter is Bryson Thomas. Bryson is one for three. His single came in the fifth inning. Two walks, an error, and a single, and two runs in in the top of the eighth. Adam Link continues to get loose in the Blue Raider bullpen. As I would imagine... The Trent Siebert's fine seven-inning afternoon is over. Bryson takes. That's high and outside. Ball one. Sunny day, 64 degrees at game time. Let's check and see what we're doing now. now up to 66 degrees now. And time is called as D.J. Wright is going to come out. And Hunter Sullivan will go into pinch run. So.
So DJ on the afternoon, 0 for 3. Tough 0 for 3, had two line drive outs. So Sullivan, the pinch runner for the Blue Raiders with one out. Thomas at the plate, look to second, no throw. So my thinking is that's something that Memphis just emphasizes is paying attention to that runner at second in that fashion because they've just done it with all three pitchers they've used here. 1-0, ball two is high. A 2-0 count with Thomas, two on and one out in the top of the eighth, two runs across. 2-0 pitch, ooh, called strike, two and one. It's not often you see a batter back away from a pitch under their chin and get a called strike. So Bryson will step back in, and it's two balls and a strike to him. 2-1 pitch, foul back, 2-2. Two and two. Outfield straight away for the Blue Raider first baseman. Count is even. And a 2-2 pitch coming. Swing and a miss. Good curveball. And strike three. So Metoxen, after surrendering the two-run single to Simler, has come back and fanned the next two hitters. And Chewy Sanders will bat with two on and two outs now in this eighth inning. Chewy, a couple of strikeouts. Last time up, drew a walk. Starting in center field for the Blue Raiders today. Sullivan, the pinch runner at second, similar at first. Sanders takes up high for a ball. Four-two, Blue Raiders, top of the eighth. Matoxin, the third pitcher used by Memphis here this afternoon. 1-0 delivery, a strike called, and 1-1. One and one. Two runs despite only one base hit, two walks and an error. Helping, and the error, you know, it only counts as one out, but that would have probably been a double play had it not been made. So that was very, very significant. 1-1 one, one pitch, swing, and a miss. Good off-speed pitch from Metoxen. Metoxen in five innings of work this year. Walked three, struck out four, and he has walked nobody. Well, of course, he's only faced four batters, but he has struck out two of those. One ball, two strikes, the count, and the pitch. Swing and a miss, and strike three. So Metoxen... Ends up fanning three, but the Blue Raiders end up scoring two. Two runs on one hit, 
There was one error, and two runners are left on base, and so we are in the middle of the eighth inning, and the Blue Raiders lead Memphis by a score of 4-2. to two. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Well, Trent Siebert's afternoon pitching is over, and it was a very good afternoon pitching for the Blue Raider left-hander, making his third start of the year. Siebert, seven innings, two runs on seven hits, no walks, and he struck out five. So Trent out of the game, and in to follow is right-hander Adam Link. Link uh, has appeared in five games. This is his fifth game. He's appeared in four games, all in relief. A win and a loss, a 1.04 earned run average. He's worked eight and two-thirds innings, four runs, but only one of them earned. Eight hits, he's walked three, and he's struck out 14. So Link is in, and Siebert, a really good afternoon of pitching for the Blue Raiders. So the Blue Raiders starting pitchers in this series have been touched for a grand total of six six runs. All of them driven in with home runs, but just six runs in four games. Now it's to the bullpen, and we'll see what happens. A strike called. You had Aaron Brown surrendering one run Friday. Peyton Wigginton got the win, gave up two runs in the first game yesterday. And then Zach Keenan, one run in the loss in the second game. And now Siebert with only two runs in his seven innings. Line drive caught at first base by Bryson Thomas. That was a bullet heading for right field. And so instead of a runner at first or maybe as hard as that ball was hit into the corner and a runner at second with no outs, there's one out for Evan Bell. So Bell the batter with one out. Link delivers and outside from Adam for ball one. Adam's second year with the Blue Raiders from Springfield, Missouri, and 
Came here from Jefferson College in South St. Louis. Swing and a miss. One and one. Blue Raiders getting two runs in the top of this eighth inning for the four to two lead. Swing and a foul at the plate. Bell in this game, 0 for 3. Starts the day at 286. Outfield straight away for this right-hand batter. Link with a 1-2 pitch. Fisted foul. Soft liner that's going to hit down in front of the first base dugout. So ball and two strikes. Outfield not deep for Bell. There's a pitch a little bit outside. And two and two. Blue Raiders have eight base hits. Memphis with seven. 2-2 two, two pitch. Strike three called. Link gets a strikeout, and there are two outs in the eighth inning. And the base is empty for Hunter Goodman. Goodman has hit the ball well today. Sharp ground out to Lopez in the first, a line drive single in the third, a line drive out, a really nice play by Bryce Simler out in left field, leading off the sixth inning. So Goodman, the batter, ground ball here to Lopez. From deep, he throws across the diamond to Bryson Thomas, and that's a 1-2-3, bottom of the eighth inning for Adam Link. Memphis out in order in the bottom of the eighth. We'll move on to the ninth. The Blue Raiders have a 4-2 lead, and you're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. All right, top of the ninth, 4-2. The Blue Raiders are in front. As we get set to, to go. Don't have a fun score to tell you about from the NCAA Women's Tournament. Uh, 
Seven minutes to play. Tennessee has now gone in front of the Blue Lady Blue Raiders by a score of 74 to 54. Remember, that was a 39-39 game at halftime, so Tennessee has stretched it out here in the second half. Blue Raiders batting in the ninth, and they will send Fausto Lopez to the plate. Fausto, two hits in three at-bats, plus a hit by pitch. He's driven in a run, stolen two bases. Lopez, Mabry, and Escher in the ninth. And the first pitch in the dirt hits the foot of the catcher and skips on back. The right-hander, Dakota Matoxin, is on for Memphis, his second inning of work. Swing and a miss. Good fastball. One ball and one strike. Fausto with a 292 at the start of the day. His two hits will have him over 300. 1-1 one, one pitch to him. Hit in the gap into right center, but it's going to hang up for Bell, who was shading him a couple of steps that way. Bell gets a good jump on the ball out there in right field. And so he was able to get to that line drive. And one out for J.T. Mabry. Mabry is also lined out to Bell in right field. 0 for 3 with a sacrifice punt. J.T. bats and fouls one away. Bases empty here in the ninth with one out. Strike called, strike two to JT. Blue Raiders second baseman. Like to get on base for Cole Escher. Two strike pitch, swing and a foul tip popped out of the catcher's glove and so JT will get another shot at it. Matoxin came on with two on and no outs in the eighth. Gave up what looked like was going to be a double play ball, but there was an error. Then he gave up a two-run single to Bryce Simler, and those runs are the difference. Mabry backs away from an inside pitch and gets called out on strikes. So Matoxin with four strikeouts, and that's now 11 strikeouts for Memphis pitching. So two outs, bases empty, and Cole Escher will bat. It was his walk that started that two-run eighth inning. And he fouled off four two-strike pitches. He backs away from a pitch. Almost got him on the knee for a strike. Interesting strike zone here in the top of the ninth inning. I hope Adam Link gets uh, something like that when he pitches in the bottom half. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball and strike two. Two outs, bases empty in the Blue Raider ninth inning. Blue Raiders ahead by a four to two score. And strike three called. 
Well, it was in the same area code as home plate, so I guess it counts. Five strikeouts for Metoxin, and the Blue Raiders go in order in the top of the ninth inning. And so we will go to the bottom of inning number nine. The Blue Raiders have a 4-2 lead over Memphis. And this is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. All right, bottom of the ninth inning, Adam Link on. He pitched the eighth and gets set to face the four, five, and six hitters for Memphis here in the bottom of the ninth. Alec Trella, Taylor Howell, and Ben Brooks. Trella has a double in this game. Howell, a two-run homer and a single. Brooks, a one-for-three game with a single. Adam replaced Trent Siebert. Seven innings of two-run, seven-hit baseball. No walks for Siebert and seven strikeouts. First pitch, bottom of the ninth. Line to center field. Coming hard, Chewy Sanders. He dives and can't quite make a play, and that falls for a base hit. So the leadoff man is on base for Memphis to start the bottom of the ninth inning. Well, Siebert didn't walk anybody, struck out five in his seven innings. So Trent now with 19 in the third innings, only two walks and 23 strikeouts. So the batter is Taylor Howell, a two-run homer and a single. He has been a tough out. Four hits now in the series, two two-run homers among them. Pitch to Howell, a line drive, base hit into left field. That's not the way to start the bottom of the ninth. Two line drive base hits, and Memphis with two base runners and nobody out for the shortstop, Ben Brooks. Trella at second base, and Howell is on at first. See what Memphis does here. Brooks starts the day at 250. And he's swinging, takes inside for a ball. 
Line drive singles to center and to left to start the bottom of the ninth inning. Adam in some trouble and 1-0 with this hitter. His pitch. Ball bounced foul up along third. And so strike one, one ball and one strike. Memphis won Friday one to nothing. Blue Raiders won the first game yesterday eight to two. Memphis won the second game one to nothing. And we are in the bottom of the ninth here this afternoon. Blue Raiders up four to two. Memphis with two on and no outs in the bottom of the ninth. Pitch on the way to. Brooks and it's high, ball two and strike one. Brooks has had a heck of a game at shortstop. He made one a really sensational play in a ball hit by Coker and two extremely good plays on balls hit by Lopez and Mabry. He bats from the right side, a two one pitch to him, hit him. Well, that's really not the way to start the bottom of the ninth, is it? Bases are loaded and nobody out. Single, single, hit by pitch. And the batter is Ian Bibiloni. Blue Raiders have action in the bullpen. David Zaz and Jaden Ham are warming up. So single, single, hit by pitch, and the bases are loaded with no outs in the bottom of the ninth, and time is called as pitching coach Kyle Bunn is making his way to the mound to have a conversation. He'll draw the entire infield in. Well, at this point, you basically play it the way just straight up. And it's going to be time for a pitching change. So the left-hander David Zaz is going to be coming in for the Blue Raiders. So Adam Link an inning plus two hits, no walks and a strikeout and two runners on base that are his responsibility. So Zaz coming in, Blue Raiders making a pitching change in the bottom of the ninth inning in a whole lot of trouble. Leading four to two, but Memphis has the bases loaded with nobody out. We'll see how this one comes out after we take this break. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. 
Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Bottom of the ninth inning, Blue Raiders make a pitching change. David Zaz comes in and inherits a bases-loaded, no-out situation. David on the year appearing for the eighth time, all out of the bullpen. He's 2-0 with two saves, a 2.45 earned run average. He's worked 11 innings, allowed four runs, three earned on 13 hits. He's walked two and struck out 14. So the inning started with a couple of base hits and then a hit by pitch to load him up. And so Zaz comes in and he will face B.B. Loney, Webb, and then Hildreth of the three next three scheduled hitters for Memphis. So Babyloni gets set to bat here in the ninth inning. Tough order for David to have to fill here. No margin for error anywhere. First pitch, a strike called in the outside corner to Bibiloni. Outfield playing, as you would expect in this situation, maybe a step or two deeper than normal. Trying to cut down things to the wall. Infield back all the way around. One strike pitch. Ball hit down the line and left. It is a foul ball. It bounced one hop off the warning track and up against the wall. Foul by about five or six feet. And didn't see what the first the runner at first base Brooks was doing on the on the play, but that's uh, at the very least, if that's a fair ball, the game is tied. But a strike and 0 oh and 2. Saz sets with a two strike pitch. Outside with a fastball, ball one and strike two. David looks into the Blue Raider dugout and gets the signal for the, the next pitch to throw. A ball and two strikes, and the left-hander's pitch fouled along the right side, this time fouled by plenty, and still one and two. Memphis with a huge threat here in the bottom of the ninth inning. 
A ball, two strikes on Bibi Loney and the pitch. Ball bounced slowly to short. They have a force play at second on to first and got a double play. Oh, was that well done by Lopez and Mabry turning it at second base. A run scores to make it four to three. And a runner is at third. But a tough 6-4-3. That ball was not hit hard. I don't know how Fausto got it so quickly to JT. And he turned that thing in the blink of an eye. And so a big double play. And now two outs with the tying run at third. And the batter is Braden Webb. Came in to pinch run, stay in and play second base in the ninth inning. Actually, that was in the eighth inning. Takes a pitch outside and the ball. Oh, wow, what a, that was a really excellent double play by Lopez and Mabry and JT firing the strike to Bryson Thomas at first. So two outs now, ball one on this hitter. Base hit, game tied. Webb lines a single to left, no doubt about that one. And so it ties the game at 4-4. Blue Raiders have one slip away here in the bottom of the ninth inning. The inning will continue for the designated hitter, Max Hildreth. Pitch on the way to this batter, a swing and a foul back. So two runs charged to Adam Link. And that closes the book on Adam, a inning plus two runs, two hits, no walks, and a strikeout. One hit by pitch. One strike delivery outside, ball one and strike one. Well, we'll see. I don't know what the extra inning situation would be if we get to extra innings. Still a big 27th out to have to get. A ball and a strike. Curveball is called ball two. Two balls and one strike. So three singles and a hit by pitch. And Memphis has tied the game in the bottom of the ninth inning. 2-1 delivery. High and outside. Ball three and strike one. Max Hildreth is the batter. He's at the plate, three balls and a strike, runner at first, and two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Pitch, swing, and a foul back. Did get a final. The uh, Lady Raiders dropped one to Tennessee. Uh, final score was 87-62. to 62. So a really fine season for Coach Insel and the Lady Raiders basketball team, but it comes to an end here this afternoon. 3-2 pitch, runner goes, strike three call. 
Third out of the inning came one out too late. Two runs on three hits for Memphis. No errors. Fortunately, there was a big double play. Otherwise, the game would have been over after that single. But Memphis has tied it, sends the game to the 10th, and we're all even at 4-4. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball and the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Bottom of the ninth inning wasn't so good, was it? Memphis ties the game on a two-out, two-run single. Actually, a two-out, one-run single. They had already scored a run on the double play. And fortunately for the Blue Raiders, they got that really good double play. And so the home plate umpire is talking with Coach Jim Toman right now. The Blue Raiders... We're going to play the start the inning with a runner at second base rule. And the Blue Raiders are going to make a change. Vinson, Luke Vinson, will pinch run and then play right field in the 10th inning as he is pinch running for Cole Escher. So Cole then goes one for four with a run scored in this game, and Luke Vinson is in. Jake Hagenow, the batter, in extra innings, and a look to second by the new pitcher, Blake Bailey Wimberly. Got a save in the second game yesterday, and it was his brother Blake that was the winning pitcher in the game on Friday. Jake Hagenow, a home run in this game. That was in the sixth inning, his third of the season. Blue Raiders in extra innings. Runner at second base as we start the 10th inning. Hagenow swing and a miss. A ball and a strike with Jake. Jake walked and scored his last time up. He's walked twice in this game. Set a fly ball to right and a fly ball out of the park to left center. Scored two, driven in one. One ball, one strike on Hagenow who shows bunts. 
They'll look to second base, but no throw. Four four in the bottom of the all right, like that top of the tenth inning. One and one, Hagenau again shows bunt and takes outside. Ball one, make that ball two and strike one. So extra innings for the Blue Raiders. Bailey Wimberly ready in his pitch. Hagenau bunts it, and they're going to let it go foul for strike one. Two balls and a strike. This inning started with Jake Hagenau batting and a runner at second. As I said, we're in extra innings. Jake back at the plate after the foul ball. Two and two. And just outside. I've seen a few of those called strikes. But that one wasn't. And a three ball, two strike count. Pitch on the way, a swing and a foul right back overhead. Foul ball back overhead. So the count stays at three balls and two strikes. Top of the 10th tied game, Luke Vincent at second base starting things off. Full count pitch to Jake Hagenau. On deck is Hunter Sullivan. He went into pinch run for DJ Wright back in the eighth inning. And so he is now the designated hitter for the Blue Raiders. 3-2 in, not hitting, but inside for ball four. So Hagenau gets a walk for the third time. Five walks from Memphis pitching in this game. And here's Hunter Sullivan. Two on, nobody out in the top of the 10th inning. Hunter a home run, two runs batted in. His home run came Tuesday night against Austin P. Faces Wimberly. Here's the pitch. He bunts. The pitcher has it. His play will be to first and out at first base. Almost threw that ball off Hunter Sullivan's back, and he was in the base pass, so he would have been okay. But it wasn't. Sacrifice is good. So Sullivan is retired, but Vincent goes to third. 
And Jake Hagenow goes to second base, and here's Bryce Simler. Bryce, a two-run single his last time up. That was in the eighth inning, and it put the Blue Raiders in front by a 4-2 to two score. Has two hits in this game. Two for four, a couple of ground balls to third. Infield in at first and third. Two runners on, second and third, one out. Similar takes a fastball and it zips him up and in. And that is ball one with Bryce. Next pitch is inside, ball two, and no strikes. Blue Raiders would like to get a big hit here from their left fielder. 2-0, second and third, one out. Pitch, strike called on the inside corner. Blue Raiders in a tie game in the 10th inning. Two balls, one strike, and the pitch. Bounced foul at third. Two balls and two strikes. This is the Blue Raiders' fifth extra inning game in 19 games. That's a really high percentage. They have won two and lost two. Touch on those as we go along here in the 10th inning. 2-2 two, two to similar. Swing and a miss for strike three. Wimberley got him to go after a high fastball. 13 Memphis strikeouts this afternoon. Blue Raiders swinging the bats but not making as much contact as they would like. They've got some hits and have four runs. Here is Brett Coker. One for four. Second and third and two outs now in the 10th inning. And he pops it up foul behind the plate and it's going to get out of play. Goodman gives it a look, but it's on the roof of the stadium. Well, this inning started with the runner at second base and that's Luke Vinson. Jake Hagenow, the first batter drew a walk. Hunter Sullivan bunted them to second and third, but a strikeout of similar, and now it's up to Coker with two outs. Bailey Wimberly, the fourth Memphis pitcher, working here in the top of the 10th inning. Pitch to Coker, a strike on the inside corner, 0-2 on Brett. Outfield shading Coker towards right center field. A lot of room down the line and left. He is on the short end of an 0-2 count. Foul ball at third, so still. No balls, two strikes. Blue Raiders in their extra inning games. First one, they beat Bowling Green by a score of 5-4 to four in 10 innings. 
Lost to Texas, or South Alabama, I should say. Here's the pitch to Coker. Foul ball out of play. Lost to South Alabama 5-4 to four in 10 innings in the first game of that series and then beat South Alabama 4-2 to two in 10 innings in the final game of the series. And then they lost to Valpo. It was the second game of a doubleheader, so it went eight innings by a 3-2 to two score. A two-strike pitch. Coker hits one high to left field. It is going back to the wall, and it is off the scoreboard for a three-run home run from Brett Coker. Oh, he got a load of that one. Hit it off the FedEx Park sign in deep left center field, and my goodness, are those three nice runs to cross the plate. And it is now 7-4. to four in favor of the Blue Raiders. Wow. First hit off of Wimberley. And it was with a two-strike count after a foul ball. Bryson Thomas slams one, and that is going to get down and go to the wall out in left center field, and he'll cruise into second base with a double, an Old South Properties home run from Brett Coker has the Blue Raiders leading in this game now by three in this 10th inning. So the run that Vincent scores because he's the courtesy, you know, the base runner where you started, that is charged as an unearned run to Wimberley. The other two runs are earned. And Bryson Thomas with the double. Here's Chewy Sanders. It's a Hilton Doubletree double. Chewy takes a pitch inside for a ball. Wow. Thomas had too much topspin on his ball it, to get out of the park. He hit it that hard. And Bryson at second base with the double, his second hit of this game. Chewy, a high pop foul by the third base dugout, and just that's on the roof of the dugout, just out of play. Well, there's lots of good things about the home run, aside from the fact that it gives the Blue Raiders the lead. It's a big, huge two-out hit. We've been lacking those uh, several key instances. And... But it's three runs, because now Memphis will start the bottom of the 10th with a runner at second and nobody out. But that's a lot different than getting one run and giving them the same opportunity. So we'll see how this one goes. Chewy Sanders at the plate, takes a strike. Chewy up there, a ball and two strikes. A 7-4 Blue Raider lead now in the top of the 10th inning. One-two pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. Wimberley gets a strikeout to end the inning, but the Blue Raiders get three runs on only one hit. The home run by Brett Coker, three runs, one hit, no errors. Make that two hits because Bryson Thomas had a double. 
no errors, and one base runner left on base. So 10th inning, middle of the 10th inning, the Blue Raiders have a 7-4 lead. And we'll see what happens in the bottom of the 10th. This has been quite a ball game, hasn't it? Blue Raiders the lead. We go to the bottom of the 10th, and you're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! All right, bottom of the 10th, 7-4 Blue Raiders. Max Hildreth will start the bottom of the 10th as the Memphis runner at second with nobody out. And the batter is Zach Wilson, pinch hit in the eighth and went in to play center field for Wilbon. First ball here, play by Coker at third, over to Thomas at first, holds the runner at second, one pitch and one out in the bottom of the 10th inning. So Brett Coker, a nice play on a ball towards the hole between third and short on the first pitch. So it brings up Evan Bell, the right fielder for Memphis. A three-run Brett Coker homer with two outs and two strikes in the top of the 10th inning. 7-4 Blue Raiders. David Zaz working in this inning. Came in and got a double play. He entered the game with the bases loaded and no outs. Got a double play with run-run scoring and then a two-out single tied the game. One ball, no strikes. Pitch outside, ball two and no strikes. One of the baseball stats, you know, is is the blown save. And I always thought that if you come in with the tying runs and scoring position and nobody out. That's a tough way if, if you don't get the save to, to get charged with one that you didn't get. And ball three, no strike. So the one thing you don't want is to put a base runner on and bring the tying run to the plate, but it quickly is 3-0 and on Bell, who is 0-4 in this game. And the hitters who've knocked him out of the park for Memphis uh, coming up in the lineup after Bell. Final game of the series, 7-4, 10th inning, Blue Raiders. Left-hander David Zaz, his pitch, and he walked him on four pitches. That's the way it started for 
Memphis in the top of this inning, except that was the leadoff hitter. Not a four-pitch walk, but a walk to start it when Hagenau reached. So Hunter Goodman is the batter. Goodman is their leading home run hitter with five. A single in four at-bats today, plus robbed of a hit by Simler and left on a line drive. And he hits this one high to deep right field, and we're tied. Well, boys and girls, you sometimes got to get outs, and sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. And they're tied up, so each team gets a three-run, tenth-inning homer. And except for the two runs in the ninth inning, Memphis, all of Memphis' runs in the series have been driven in with home runs. And Kyle Bunn is going to the mound here in this inning. Well, that didn't take very long, did it? So three runs charged to David Zaz here. Two of them are earned. And it's going to be a time for a pitching change. As the Blue Raiders will go to the bullpen here in the bottom of the 10th, having coughed up a couple of leads in this game. This is kind of painful. So with the pitching change, we will step away for this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. New pitcher for the Blue Raiders is Jaden Ham. He replaces David Zaz. David, an inning and a third. Three runs, two of them earned on two hits, one walk, and no strikeout. So it's not easy to do, but the Blue Raiders have managed to cough up a bottom of the ninth inning lead of two runs and then a bottom of the tenth inning lead of three runs. And sometimes you got gay have games like that. You just have to grit your teeth and... Grind a little harder next time, and in the, this case, next time isn't over yet, so we'll see how it goes. Hunter Goodman with his sixth home run of the year, an opposite field shot off the scoreboard in right. 
So Brett Coker hit a three-run homer in the top of the inning. Goodman matches that in the bottom of the tenth. Jaden Ham is the new pitcher for the Blue Raiders, and he takes his first wind-up and delivers a strike on the inside corner to Alec Trella. Trella, a double and a single, two runs scored in a two-for-four afternoon. Next pitch from Ham inside for a ball. Jaden appearing for the fourth time. All of his outings have been in relief. 1-0 with a 1.59 earned run average. He's allowed a run on three hits in five and two-thirds innings of work. Swing and a miss as he goes inside and low with a fastball to Trella. And makes it one and two. Jaden, freshman from Kalioka, went to Columbia Central High School. And his 1-2 pitch inside, two balls and two strikes. Freshman 2-2 with his first hitter. One out, nobody on, three runs in. Ball three is low, three balls and a strike. Ham in relief of David Zaz, and Jaden is the Blue Raiders' fourth pitcher of this game. Swing and a miss on a good fastball as the freshman comes back and gets the strikeout after going to three and two. Seven strikeouts for Blue Raider pitching. Trella is retired and we have a pinch hitter for Memphis. It is Chris Swanberg, a junior from Cordova, Tennessee. Went to Southwest Tennessee Community College. So he hits for Taylor Howell, who goes three for four with two runs scored and a two-run homer. First pitch a ball to this hitter. So Swanberg standing in with two outs now. Swing and a miss on a fastball, one and one. He bats from the left side. Pitch to him, a tap. Ham gets to it from the third base side. Fires to Thomas at first to retire the side. So Jaden comes in and quickly takes care of the two hitters he faces, but Memphis has knotted it up with three in the bottom of the 10th inning. It's three runs on just one base hit. There were no errors and nobody left on base. On to the 11th we go in a 7-7 baseball game. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm double tree cookie welcome? What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. All right, we move to the top of the 11th inning. And so the Blue Raiders will bat, and the last batter in the 10th inning for the Blue Raiders is who would be on second base to start this inning, but it's going to be the other Sanders, the older brother and the veteran with the Blue Raiders, Nathan Sanders. Pinch running and then playing center field here in the 11th inning for his brother Chewy. So he's at second and Fausto Lopez leads off in the top of the 11th inning. And Wimberly promptly looks to second base and bluffs the throw, but nobody to throw to. Each team with a three-run 10th inning homer. The Blue Raiders' home run came with two outs and two strikes from Brett Coker. Strike call to Lopez. A little different home run for Memphis. A little less drama because there was only one out. But uh, it came off the bat of Hunter Goodman, the catcher. A strike with Lopez, Fausto a couple of hits. He's been hit by a pitch. Runner at second, Nathan Sanders, fastball up high. It's the first extra inning game the Blue Raiders have played that has, will now go more than just a single inning. The other four were won in just that extra inning. A eight inning game and a doubleheader and then three 10 inning games. A ball and a strike with Fausto. Bailey Wimberly working for Memphis, and Fausto hits it to left, and it is going to be caught out in left field by Bibiloni. So the runner at second base with one out. Here's J.T. Mabry. J.T., an 0 for 4 game with a sacrifice bunt. Blue Raiders second baseman at the plate here in the top of the 11th inning. Runner at second, one out now. Ball on the, or pitch on the outside corner is a strike. Seven seven in the eleventh. 
Sanders at second with one out. Look to second, no throw. So I was talking about Kelly, the starter for Memphis, doing that a lot. In fact, more making more of those moves than we'd seen in all the 18 games combined, but that's something all these Memphis pitchers are doing. Mabry a swing and a miss on a fastball that was up and away, and strike two with JT. Luke Vinson will be next here in this 11th inning after Mabry. Sanders, the lead at second base. JT stays up there. Foul ball comes back out of play. Bailey's gave up the home run to Coker, and he's working here in this inning for the Tigers. And Mabry got hit by a pitch. So he had it, or Wimberly had him, two strikes. JT fouled off a one-two pitch and then gets hit by a pitch. And Luke Vinson is the batter. Time is called as Russ McNichol, who's the pitching coach for this Memphis team, walks to the mound to talk about what to do with Vinson coming up. So again, this inning starts with the runner at second base. And that's Nathan Sanders as a pinch runner. Conference on the mound is a brief one. And the whole infield was a part of it. Luke Vinson is the batter. He's hitting 294. Couple of runs batted in. He looks down to Blake Hunt at third, who goes through the signs. See what the Blue Raiders want to do with runners at first and a second, and one out. Pitch is a bunt up the third baseline. It'll be fielded by the third baseman Trella and out at first base. It was a good play by Trella because, as you know, Vincent gets down the line in a hurry. And it puts runners at second and third with two outs for Jake Hagenow. Jake has walked three times in this game. Scored twice after walking. He's also homered, and so scored three times overall. Home run was his third of the season. It came back in the sixth inning. Second and third and two outs in the 11th inning. Pitch outside is the ball. Jake with three home runs now to lead the team. Takes low, ball two and no strikes. Hunter Sullivan would hit next, but it'll take 
Hagenau reaching with two outs here in the 11th inning. Nathan Sanders at third. J.T. Mabry at second base. Swing and a miss. And two balls and a strike. So when the Blue Raiders take the field in the bottom of the 11th, it'll still be Sanders in center, but it'll be Nathan instead of Chewy. 2-1 pitch. Outside, ball three in strike one. Jake Hagenow at the plate. He can be particular on a 3-1 pitch. You can pick your spot here. Here's the, it is, and that's a strike up and in. And 3-2. and two. Well, now you can't be particular, although I've seen a lot of hitters who were, and they ended up looking at a third strike. So we'll see what happens here. Full count pitch. Coming up to the Blue Raider catcher. And it's hit high in the air on the infield. The shortstop Brooks, and he makes the catch. He staggered. That ball had some altitude, but he hangs on to retire the side. So nothing doing for the Blue Raiders. In the 11th inning, they strand two, and in the middle of the 11th, it's the Blue Raiders seven and Memphis seven. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at TriGreen.com. Tri Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Seven seven to the bottom of the eleventh, and Memphis will be sending up Ben Brooks, Ian Bibiloni, and. Braden Webb, Jaden Ham came on and got the last two outs of the tenth, and he will face Ben Brooks, runner at second base to start this inning. It's Swanberg who came in to pinch hit and then play first base. A bunt out in front of the plate. Ham has it. 
Fires to Thomas at first, and Memphis gets the winning run to third base rather quickly on one pitch here in the 11th inning. And we have a pinch runner for the other runner. We saw him yesterday, Sterling Terman. So the winning runs at third, and that forces the infield in for the Blue Raiders. The batter is Ian Bibiloni, and a foul ball at third. And a good thing that was foul because it was a big bouncer that, with the infield in, had it been fair, would have been over everybody's head. In this case, Brett Coker at third. And we just started the drive back to Murfreesboro. Strike one with Bibiloni. Pitch in the dirt, blocked nicely by Jake Hagenow. Outfield straight away. If the ball gets to them, the game's going to be over. Oh, just missed being over there. A hard ground ball fouled by a foot or so at first. A little surprised by the outfield depth for the Blue Raiders because except for Vincent and Wright where the similar and Sanders are, if they catch a fly ball, the game be over. A ball and two strikes with this hitter. Runner at third, one out in the bottom of the 11th inning for Memphis. Two-strike pitch, and that's going to end the game. Fly ball to center. Nathan Sanders makes the catch, but uh, Terman will score, and Memphis will win this game by a score of 8-7. to seven. Sacrifice fly from B.B. Loney, and that's the way it ends here with Memphis winning the game by a score of eight to seven in 11 innings of play. Memphis wins this series three games to one. The Blue Raiders will head to conference play with a record of 11 and eight. We'll be back to tell you about this game and wrap it up after we take this break. Final score again today in 11, Memphis eight, Blue Raiders seven. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, and by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider Postgame Show. Welcome back to the ballpark. This is Bob Jamison, and this has been a tough day for Blue Raiders sports. The Lady Raiders basketball team dropped one to Tennessee in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. And then the Blue Raiders took a two-run lead to the bottom of the ninth, gave it up, took a three-run lead to the bottom of the tenth, gave it up, and then Memphis ends up winning in 11 by a final score of 8-7. to seven. Quickly looking at the scoring here this afternoon. Memphis got the game's first run in the second inning. A leadoff double by Alec Trella and then a two-run homer from Taylor Howell. And that gave them a 2-0 lead. The Blue Raiders got four singles and scored a single run in the fifth inning. The RBI going to Fausto Lopez. That made it 2-1. In the sixth, Jake Hagenau hit his third home run of the season to left center field and it was all tied up at 2-2. Blue Raiders got two big runs in the eighth inning and used only one hit to do it. A couple of walks started the inning. New pitcher came in. Ball hit to the second baseman. It looked like it was going to be a double play ball but it was mishandled and so instead of a double play it was bases loaded and no outs. And that brought up Bryce Simler, 
who then singled the center to put the Blue Raiders in front by a four to two score. Blue Raiders did, didn't develop any further in that inning, but took the four to two lead into the bottom of the ninth inning. Adam Link pitching, gave up a couple of singles and hit the first uh, a batter. So the bases were loaded for Memphis with no outs in the bottom of the ninth and a two run lead. David Zaz came in, got a double play ball on a ball that was just extremely well played by Fausto Lopez and J.T. Mabry. So now the tying runs at third, and there are two outs. But then the number eight hitter, Braden Webb, singled in a run and tied the game and sent us to extra innings. As you know, in extra innings, you have a runner at second to start the extra inning. So that's the way it started for the Blue Raiders. Jake Hagenow walked to put runners at first and second. D.J. Wright bunted them to second and third. There was a strikeout, and so the Blue Raiders were down to two outs and two strikes when Brett Coker sent one to left center field and his third home run of the year and gave the Blue Raiders a 7-4 to four lead. It lasted for a very short time. In the 10th inning for Memphis, they had the leadoff hitter, or not the leadoff hitter, they had a runner at second, then with one out, a walk and a three-run homer off the bat of Hunter Goodman tied the game up again at 7-7. In the 11th, the Blue Raiders were not able to do anything with their runner at second no-out opportunity. Uh, Memphis bunted their base runner over, and then a fly ball to deep center field off the bat of Ian Bibiloni drove in what was the winning run of this game and gave Memphis the 8-7 victory and a win of this series, three games to one. The winning pitcher is Wimberley, and the loss goes to Jaden Ham. Wimberley is 1-0. Jaden's record evens out at 1-1. So a tough day uh, for baseball, tough day for basketball, and uh, a challenging weekend, as it turns out, as the Blue Raiders uh, lose a tough series to Memphis and losing this game by the 8 to seven score and we'll be back to look at the final numbers on today's game after we take this break this is blue raider baseball from learfield img at tri green equipment they know the value of teamwork they have the tractor packages with implements you need score a new john deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters mtsu baseball get started online at trygreen.com trygreen equipment is a proud partner of middle tennessee state university athletics go blue Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. 
Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero Sugar, done right. That's what I like. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Time to go inside the final numbers of today's game from Grannis and Associates Certified Public Accountants. They specialize in business and personal accounting and tax services. Grannis and Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at gcpas.com. Well, a, a tough 11-inning loss for the Blue Raiders here as all three of the losses in this series have been. Two one nothing losses, the other two and Memphis takes the series three games to one. For the Blue Raiders in this game, seven runs, 10 hits, no errors, and 11 left on base. For Memphis, eight runs, 11 hits, two errors, and five left on base. The winning pitcher is Bailey Wimberly. His record is 1-0. and Jaden Hamm is saddled with the loss as he inherited that base runner who scored, and he is now 1-1. and Sunny day, beautiful day in Memphis. Took three hours and 35 minutes to play 11 innings, and the game goes to Memphis by the score of 8-7 to seven in 11. So the Blue Raiders move into Conference USA play next weekend at Alabama, and they will start conference play with an overall record uh, of non-conference action at 11-8. and eight. I want to remind you that series will be in Birmingham, 5.30 on Friday night and then 1 o'clock games Saturday and Sunday. And the old pro and Hall of Famer Dick Palmer, who is in Texas for Lady Raiders basketball, will be uh, changing horses and getting saddled up with Blue Raider baseball starting next Friday night. And I know you want to join him for the broadcast. But again, final score here today in 11 innings. Memphis gets it by a final 
of 8 to 7. For our studio engineer, Zach Woodard, this is Bob Jamison. Certainly thank you for joining me for Blue Raiders baseball. And I know Dick looks forward to having you join him next Friday for more of the same. But for now, we will say so long from the ballpark and remind you that you've been listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.